Welcome to You Are Light Podcast. Yes, you are light. My name is Gus and I'm your host. Your participation and presence is valuable to me and I'm excited to join you as we build a dialogue about the concepts and dynamic principles of light. In recent years, there has been a global awakening. The human race has began an awakening of its true nature and its impact on how we perceive the environment, each other, and the mysterious elements that connects all creation, spirit. From Oprah to TED Talks to New York Times best-selling books, the concepts of awareness, mindfulness, presence have dominated discussions centered around spirituality. The ancients have called this consciousness. I call this light. And I call this light the light that is you. Please stay with me as we continue on this journey within. He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Welcome back to You Are Light Podcast. I am so thankful and grateful you've decided to tune in and to join this discussion about the concepts and dynamics of light. I just read for you a passage from the Gospel of Matthew where Jesus is asked, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And Jesus responded to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. In order for us to love with our heart, soul, and mind, we have to first make the distinction that all three are different. And we have to conclude that there is something, someone who is loving with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their mind. Who is that individual? That individual is you. You are not your heart, you are not your soul, and you are not your mind. You are you. Who are you? What are you? I would like to dive into this conversation. And as I begin to dialogue, I want you to begin asking yourself some questions along the way. If you are not your heart, that is, you are not your emotion, though you have emotions. If you are not your mind, that is, you are not your thoughts, though you have thoughts. And you are more than just your soul. Then who are you? Who is the person who can turn up the volume of the heart and the soul and the mind in order to love the Lord God with all of those things.
Genesis 1 and 3 says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. When God said, Let there be light, you were born. Yes, the flesh and blood you identify with was not yet created in physical form. Neither were Adam and Eve in physical form until they were created and formed. Nevertheless, the moment there was light, you were born. This is difficult for you to understand on the surface of your thoughts, but it is not impossible to comprehend because it is a truth that resonates deep within you. The writer of Psalms 139 put it this way in verses 13 through 16. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. Trying to understand this intellectually is like a butterfly trying to understand being a caterpillar. Only the caterpillar knows what it is like to be a caterpillar. Only spirit knows what it is like to be spirit. Only spirit can communicate with spirit. The Gospel of John 4 verse 24 quotes Jesus as saying, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Light communes with light. You are a beautiful, formless, vibrant entity of love. Yes, the temple you occupy or the body is a physical form that reveals the biological characteristics of your human nature. It experiences the past and dreams of a future. The true essence of who you are has no past nor future because you are ever present. Imagine an internal flame that burns continuously fueling the life inside of you. You are that flame. The light illuminating from the flame is also you. Just as DNA cannot be separate from you, you cannot be separate from your radiant reflection. Has the sun truly set since its creation? No. The earth's rotation has prompted human beings to establish chronos, that is time, in order to measure the physical world beyond presence. In doing so, a narrative was created to distinguish between night and day. We cannot measure the light we are because there is no space between the moment God said, let there be light, and now. We can measure the speed of physical light, which is 299,792 kilometers per second. 
On standard measurements, 186,282 miles per second. If you are accustomed to miles per hour, the speed of light is 670,616,629 miles per hour. That means it can travel around the earth 7.5 times in one second. If that is how powerful physical light is, imagine for a moment how powerful the light you truly are is. You are light. What is light? Light is spirit. Light is the immaterial vibrating force of love within you called being. Being is soul and spirit. You may ask, what is the difference between soul and spirit? This is a natural question. To answer it, I will ask you a question to consider while I respond. What is the difference between your thoughts and your interests? Both are immaterial products of the mind. They are in one respect the same, but they remain functionally different. Similarly, the spirit and soul are both immaterial properties of being. This concept of light is not new. Theologians throughout history have defined divine light as an aspect of divine presence. That is, an entity of experience that is beyond the formed world. Or beyond the physical. In Hinduism, Buddhism, Persian mysticism, Christian orthodoxy, and many others, the concept of light is associated with divine consciousness, being, life, and presence. Quakers, who are notably known as abolitionists during British and American slavery, are of the belief that every human being has within them light. For them, this light is the presence of God. This is the light those in captivity on European and American soil sang about when they sang, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm going to let it shine. In ancient Egypt, light and fire were the sources of life and well-being. Here are a few scriptural references about light. The foundational scripture of this broadcast is John 1 and 4. In him was life and the life was the light of all people. Psalm 36 and 9. For with you is the foundation of life. In your light we see light. John 12 and 36, while you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become children of light. Ephesians 5 and 8, for once you were darkness, but now in the Lord you are light. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. Try to find out what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, 
but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what such people do secretly. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For everything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, sleeper, awake, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. First John 1 and 5. This is the message we have from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Yes, you are light. What is darkness? Darkness is the absence of light. Since God is light, the true light, and darkness is the absence of light, sin is the presence of darkness. Darkness is ignorant of the nature of light. There is no light in darkness. Darkness is unconsciousness. Unconsciousness can breed chaos. And chaos is ignorance in motion. At a deeper level, this is the source of evil. Ignorance in motion. Thus, the association between darkness and evil is made relevant. However, just as darkness is not the opposite of light, but the absence of light, so is evil not the opposite of good, but the absence of order. Not all perceived chaos is evil. However, where there is evil, there is chaos, and the root of this formula is darkness. In his letter to the Ephesians, in chapter 5, verse 8, the Apostle Paul made it clear. For once you were darkness, but now you are light. I do not have to meet you personally to know you have experienced chaos in your life. Everyone has, at some point, whether they admit it or not. Some of you listening to this podcast are living in chaos now. In many ways, a significant portion of chaos is rooted in thought. The negative, immaterial impulses of the mind that continue with repetitive motion to so distract you that you rarely get to settle in and simply be the you that is you. The true contrasting battlefield of living as children of light is the vessel of your thoughts, that is, your mind. In his letter to the believers in Rome, the Apostle Paul wrote, Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Did he know nearly 80% of the average person's thoughts are negative? <laughs> I doubt it. But I am sure he was aware of the unfruitful works of darkness and its battlefield of the mind. The will of God is good, acceptable, and perfect. The will of God is not accessed through thought. 
There is no mental means to access the will of God. The will of God is discerned. What is discernment? Discernment is knowledge revealed by light, spiritual knowledge. Such knowledge has no contradictions. It simply is. It is a truth that requires no evidence. It is the evidence. Hence, you will never discover who you are via the world or the realm of thought. You discover who you are by this. Rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. That's Ephesians chapter 5, 14. Now, before you get lost in your perceived notions of who Christ is, start by understanding the word before you understand the word, capital W. Christ means Christos, anointed one, Messiah, one who is set apart. Savior, Christ is not a dead man who once lived. Christ is not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man with pale skin. There are no pictures of Christ, and for good reason, I can imagine. Do you have a picture of your 100 generations past maternal grandmother? No, but you know she had to exist or you would not be here. My point is not that she was divine, but that she lived despite having no photos of her existence. The person of Jesus Christ is divine and lives, not as a Baptist or Catholic or Christian, but as the very pure and holy essence of light. A prerequisite of discovering you are light begins with being born as children of light. Yes, you are light. The purpose of this podcast is not to teach you something you do not know. It is to remind you the deeper part of who you are, of what you already know, by guiding you towards an inward journey of discovering the essence of who you are. Light. Peace and love to you, and I hope you will join me on this journey within. God bless. Wow, you've made it through the introduction of the You Are Light podcast. I am so thankful you decided to join me on this journey deep within as we unpack the dynamic principles and concepts of divine light. Yes, remember, your past leads to your present. Your present leads to your power. And your power leads to your purpose. Please stay with me as we continue to dive deeper into the realm of light. And so... Turn your light on.